when I told certain people or just like the reactions I would get from telling people it's just it's really quite funny because you don't know like how people are going to react welcome you've found the align and be free podcast this podcast is all about sharing my journey of alignment with you in the hopes that you can find your path of alignment too I'll be sharing experiences, advice, thoughts, and all things connected in finding our higher selves. When you can surrender and let go, creating a place of freedom within yourself, the universe will always have your back, working for you. We all want to feel happy, loved, wealthy, and healthy, so let's find this place of alignment together. If you want more abundance in your life, make sure to tune in, follow me on Instagram so you don't miss an episode, subscribe, share the love, and let's go. Hello, and thank you for joining me on my podcast today. Today's podcast is all around alcohol and the joys and not so good times, all good things about alcohol. I've been on a bit of a journey myself this year. And I thought this would be the perfect way to to kick off my podcast as this is my first one that I'm sharing with you guys. And it's been a huge topic lately um, with the sobriety movement and just all the talk around, do we actually need alcohol? Of course, we all know deep down it's not good for us. It's a poison. We know that. But what is it in our minds that actually makes us addicted to the substance or wanting to keep repeat those repeating those weekends that we have that just make us feel like absolute crap the next day or even the next week um, as you start to get to my age. So that's a snapshot of what this podcast is about. But I'm really glad to have you join me today. I have been putting this off for a while. I say putting this off, but it's actually been more life that's been getting in the way, um, as it does. But I have had this on my mind to do for so long now. And I'm just so glad that I'm finally here sitting down, recording this, chatting to you, and hopefully, you know, inspiring at least one person out there to to think twice about if they want to go out binge drinking or you know, the harm that that next bottle of wine could actually be doing to them. And I just want to point out from the start, I'm no medical expert, I'm no professional, I'm no doctor, I'm simply just speaking from my own experiences, from my own journey. Um, Yeah, I just feel like this is something that I want to share with the world, with you, and it might resonate with you, it might not. So to give you a quick snapshot, this year has been one of a bit of a, I think I'd say like a self-growth journey for me. Um, I've had some moments this year where I've just decided, I don't want to be living this life anymore. (laughs) I don't want to feel this way. I want to level up. And so pretty much since March, I have been listening to so many different podcasts I've been doing all this research and just learning more about 
not only manifestation because I've been manifesting for for years now but actually around how to level up and how to move out of the space that you're in where you're feeling stuck and there is just there are so many people out there that are very that are so inspiring and I actually have found that I love listening to podcasts um hence why I'm here today creating this podcast because if I'm so inspired by others I just I just got the I just got the feel, the vibe, I don't know what it is. I just got the passion there, the passion to want to create my own podcast and connect with you out there and see if I can also relay those messages that I'm learning to other people who may not hear the same podcast that I do or who may not yet have invested in that podcast. So anyway, all of that aside, that's a little bit of a snapshot. Um, of how my year's been so far and I'm definitely still at the beginning stages of this journey so it'll be really cool to to start here um, to maybe even get some people join me on this journey and we can go through this together but my first podcast is going to be focused on alcohol because uh, as I mentioned this is a huge topic at the moment and there have been many people that I know that have stopped drinking, um, whether they be influential or even friends or work colleagues. And I do find this inspiring also because it's something that I am going to be doing myself. But to start from the start, um, I had my 32nd birthday in February and I mean, look, I I'd say I'm your typical party girl, okay? <laughs> I'm single. I like to go out. I've been binge drinking for God knows how many years now. Um so it's just pretty much gelled into me, you know, it's 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 a habit, it's my life. And after having my 32nd birthday in February, I had my party, I had my drinks you know, etc. Had a big night out, all of that. The night out was the same old thing. <laughs> you know, we went to town, we danced, we had too much to drink. I felt like shit the next day. All of that. And I wasn't even planning at that time on actually stopping alcohol or quitting or anything. Like, it's not like I had in my mind, all right, I'm going out on my birthday and then that's it, I'm not drinking anymore. Nothing like that. It kind of just flowed and happened naturally. And I just, probably over the couple of weeks after my birthday, I just decided, actually, why? Why am I drinking alcohol? It doesn't do anything good for me. Yes, I might get a buzz at the time. Yes, it might give me a bit of confidence. But it's actually just poisoning my body and it's actually just bad for me and, and unhealthy and I'm not going to live any longer for it. So I came to the decision at that moment to just stop drinking for the unforeseen future. I didn't say I was never going to drink again. I didn't put a time frame on it. I didn't, you know, decide for a reason. I just sort of went with my gut and what I was feeling and decided I'm not going to drink anymore. (laughs) So that was a really cool decision. And of course, we've all had those nights that are so shit. So the next day you're like, oh my God, I'm never drinking again. <laughs> you know, you message your friends and you're like, 
no way am I drinking again. I'm sick as if I feel like shit. I made shit decisions, whatever it is. And you say that, right? And then the next weekend, what do you do? You're out drinking again. (laughs) It wasn't like that. I've had many of those times. This time, I think, I mean, this is just going off what I think. It's, I reckon those decisions are all in your mind, right? They're something that your mind has decided it doesn't like how you're feeling. So it's like, nah, I'm not doing this again. What I went through came from my heart. It came from my gut. It was a feeling. It was an instinct. It was something that my heart decided, I love myself too much. I love my body. I don't want to be actually poisoning and wrecking my body anymore. And I think that is why I stuck with it so much easier than if it was just my mind saying, I don't want to drink anymore. It was my body. It was my gut. It was my feeling. I, th- I think that's the difference. That was what I'm assuming. <laughs> and the funny thing is, at around that same time, I just started getting into podcasts, um, as I said earlier, in March this year. And I just happened to stumble across this amazing podcaster, and I relate to her so incredibly much. <laughs> her podcast is Money Mindset Manifestation. I have listened to so many of hers since since March and I've actually reached out to her we've connected and she's just such a cool down-to-earth person and oh I just love her she's amazing anyway her name's Marley by the way I listened to I listened to her podcast and I just happened to listen to one that was about her quitting alcohol and her journey of stopping alcohol and I think she quit for five months five or six months her detox was and yeah, she was just talking about it and saying all the good things about how she felt and all the health benefits that she felt. And she mentioned a little bit around the science behind it as well. And, you know, the actual effects that alcohol has on your brain. So hearing that, it actually cemented me not wanting to drink alcohol even more. It was actually like the universe was listening. It sent that to me. And it knew I needed to listen to it. And it was just going to help me on my journey even more. There were, you know, she's not a, she's not a, um, a doctor or a physician either. So she only just dabbled on a few things that she'd heard um, about the brain and how it affects the brain and your brain health and, and everything like that. And I just found that so interesting. And then, believe it or not, <laughs> I was chatting to a friend and telling her about my, my sober journey. And she was on the same page. Um, her name's Charlotte, and she's also been sober all this year, which is incredible. <laughs> um, and she led me to listen to The Diary of a CEO, one of his podcasts. I'll find out the name of the podcast and drop a link to it. But basically, he was interviewing a neurosurgeon. Um, about all the things that are harmful for our brains and he looks into people's brains and find out finds out what's going on and how it's affecting them in their daily lives and obviously surprise surprise alcohol is one of the worst things for your brain so listening to that and this was probably only a month into my my non-alcohol journey that once again just cemented it even more and I was just amazed at how all this stuff just like fell into place you know it's it's funny how if you're really connecting with something it just comes to you you attract what you want right you attract what you are 
so that's another really interesting podcast that I highly recommend to listen to um, not just about alcohol but just about the effects of um, different things on your brain so not only did I learn that alcohol is harmful for the brain but as most of us would know especially if you are an avid drinker or a binge drinker or whatever you want to call it we know that it also affects our mood um, energy from having such late nights and early mornings I'll just be like shattered for the whole next week and definitely not as focused as I would be if I didn't drink money oh how much money have I chewed through buying drinks um spending money on takeaways the next day, Ubers, everything. And sometimes even our relationships. I know that I have had some shitty situations that have, you know, ruined some friendships or just painted me out to be a person that I'm not. And it really sucks, you know, waking up the next day or just thinking back on those times and you just think, that's not who I am. And it sucks that that particular person had to see me like that or I had to go through that so there's so many things that alcohol has effects on it's definitely not just our brains going on this journey this year has been just such an inspiration and just like a turning point for me to really want to connect with my higher self and I think that's in line with why I decided to quit alcohol because I wanted to remove anything that wasn't going to help me get to my higher self or hinder me from being the best version of myself that I could be. So basically, I ended up being sober or alcohol-free, I like to call it, for four months in total. Um, I ended up going to, you know, a couple social events and obviously had to tell people that I wasn't drinking Um, and that was easy for me at that time because I was so cemented in in where I was. So I just had mocktails, you know, my friends would be having espresso martinis and I'll just have the mocktail version. Can't say it was as nice, but (laughs) still felt like I was along for the party and along for the, for the ride. Kombucha is another drink that I absolutely love to have. And it looks like alcohol, like no one's really going to know, are they? And it was still so great. Like I still enjoyed myself. I still had good nights. I was still able to, you know, connect with my friends just like I normally would. It didn't actually change my experience. Of course, I saved money. I was able to still drive because I wasn't drinking. All of the, all of the good things. It was, it was a great time. Another thing I noticed when I probably got to around the three to four month mark was that actually some of my belly fat was starting to go how good right (laughs) that was definitely a bonus I hadn't even been paying attention to my diet over this time like it wasn't even a focus of mine and I noticed that I was actually losing weight and yeah that my stomach was seemed a bit slimmer and I thought hmm I wonder if this is because I'm not drinking and this definitely did take at least three to four months to see this change it was a great change and it's definitely something that's inspiring me to to do this again another really interesting um part about when you stop drinking or when I stopped drinking was when I told certain people or just like the reactions I would get from telling people 
it's just it's really quite funny because you don't know like how people are going to react um and you're probably thinking oh people probably just thought you were pregnant (laughs) and honestly that is such a common thing but you know I'm a single woman there's no way in heck I was even you know trying for a baby or anything like that so no one was expecting that but for all I know people could be could have been thinking that in the back of their minds but it was really funny because I was so connected with my reason as to why I'm not I wasn't drinking that it didn't even cross my mind or bother me at all that anyone would even think or assume oh my god she might be pregnant because I was quitting alcohol to focus on my health I think it just it must have shown when I was telling people as to why I was quitting I think they could just tell that I was so passionate about my health and almost you know to a way that I wanted to slightly inspire them and maybe give them a little bit of a oh why am I drinking like maybe I should stop it was actually a really cool feeling whenever someone did ask me I loved talking about it it was um, not something I was ashamed of at all I will admit though that um, a couple of my close friends I do feel like they struggled with it a bit especially like when we did go out and you know, had a night together and I wasn't drinking, of course. I think at first I did feel a little bit judged and it is tricky, I guess, when people aren't on that same sort of, you know, they're not, they're just not on that same buzz as you in terms of not really caring about alcohol anymore, not really needing it anymore. And that was a little bit of a shame because it did show me that perhaps they're not quite at my level as to where I want to be in life or how I want to grow in my life but we worked through that and of course we're still friends it's just I was quite shocked at that so that was really interesting and then there were people who you know I don't didn't know as well or weren't I wouldn't say like friends but more like work colleagues or people that I that I know in passing who I might have told and they were so supportive and they they thought it was great they were like yeah they were really happy for me that I was going on that journey When I told my family, they were also really supportive and actually a little bit in awe of me, which I thought was really cute. Um, That someone, a comment that someone did say actually, which has stuck with me and it still does and it did at the time was, um, yeah, so I told them, you know, I'm not drinking and I won't be drinking alcohol again, you know, for the foreseeable future. I didn't have a date or whatever. Just I just don't feel like it aligns with me right now. And they said back, oh, you know, there'll be those situations where there'll be an occasion where you, where you want to have a celebratory wine or you'll want to do something just to celebrate and, you know, have a wine. And that's perfectly fine, Tessa. You can, you can do that. That's all good. And I just you know I just went along with the grants I was like oh yeah yeah we'll see kind of thing in the back of my mind thinking no (laughs) I don't need alcohol I'm not going to drink again for as long as I can see but what really got me with that was it's just like amazing how much alcohol is actually drilled into us and how it needs to be a part of celebrations or if you're having an event or if you've yeah you've celebrated something or you've got an occasion 
it's normally marked with some sort of getting drunk or having a glass of wine or whatever it might be. And it just amazed me. I was just so actually just shocked that it's, it is what society thinks it needs to be. <laughs> like it doesn't need to be alcohol. We can come together. We can have celebrations of things where alcohol doesn't need to be involved we're together we, we could have tea we can have coffee we could have kombucha we could have just sparkling water for goodness sake like it doesn't actually need to be focused around alcohol and I think that was another reason why I stopped for for, for that time is because I thought oh, I don't want to be another sheep I don't want to be sucked into society thinking I have to celebrate with alcohol I have to you know have have that shot because a good thing happened today I don't know but I just thought wow it's just so amazing how society has just drilled that into us you know ever since we were a young age and we've been around drinking we've seen up here and drinking or whatever it might be we're just and we wait till we're 18 you know some of us wait till we're 18 until we have that legal drink or till we can go to the pubs and we can party like our parents did and it's just normal. It's just what should be. But why? <laughs> why? It's definitely what society and what alcohol companies think is right, right? It's what these alcohol companies want. It's how they make the sales. It's it's keeping us normal. I'll let you think about that. Um, another thing that was really strange that did start to happen um, probably around two months, one to two months into my, my not drinking, I actually had quite a few dreams of me breaking this sobriety. And these dreams were pretty much me partying or drinking. And I was really disappointed in myself in these dreams. Like I was like, oh, damn it, I've broken my my alcohol free time I'm drinking I've ruined it and I'd wake up the next day and I'd be like oh that was like I felt really shit about myself but luckily it wasn't true it didn't happen so I'm fine but there was just that sense of doubt always that oh no I'm gonna end up drinking again I'm gonna have another big shitty night or whatever it is it was just amazing how my subconscious feared that it was just, it wasn't even like I'd committed to a time frame or anything, but I was already worried that I was going to disappoint myself. So that was really odd. I haven't experienced that sort of thing before. But moving on, you're probably wondering, okay, so she was sober for four months. Why did she start drinking again? Totally get that question. <laughs> and sometimes I do think back, and I'm like, damn, maybe I, I shouldn't have had that glass of wine. But at the same time, we are human. We make choices based on what we feel, on what feels right for us at that time, right? But this is basically what happened. With life, shitty things happen a lot. Shitty, unexpected things that really like to just knock us to the ground sometimes and I really wasn't expecting this to affect me so much but clearly it definitely did 
basically a friend of mine um, who I'd known since high school, so for many years, passed away in a car accident on the 25th of May. Um, And it did hit me pretty hard. She was such a beautiful person and definitely did not deserve to lose her life um, to this horrible accident. (sighs) Yeah, she was... She was young, she's um, same age as me, and it really hit me. And I think with that happening, it didn't, basically everything else that I was going through in life at that moment, like trying to connect to my higher self or whatever, just didn't matter. Nothing mattered. I, I went through a bit of a downtime. So after her funeral... Um, me and a friend decided that we wanted to go to the pub and have a drink in her honour. So I did. I had a glass of wine, maybe two if I can recall, in honour of my friend who passed away. And at the time I didn't care. I just thought I need to have a drink. I w- she enjoyed partying, she enjoyed drinking, so I think for me it felt like sorry I'm actually bringing up a few tears right now because you know no one should have their life taken away from them that soon (laughs) so for me it actually felt like I was having a drink with her it felt like she was here with me and it was my chance to just say goodbye and just have a wine with her Oh God, I'm so sorry. I didn't think I would cry. Uh, So, you know what? That was fine. And that was something I chose to do at the time. And I didn't beat myself up about it. Okay, I was... I thought, okay, it's been four months. Okay, I've had a couple wines. That's that's fine. (laughs) Life goes on. We can start again. It doesn't mean I had to go back to feeling like shit again right that weekend I had some more drinks with friends I did go out and I partied a bit and pretty much since then it's been on and off with the drinking um sort of back to how it was but definitely not that extensive so recently I just had a month where I didn't drink um And I did wonder, I thought, oh, am I going to start my alcohol-free journey again? But then the other weekend, I just moved house into a nice new house. And the other weekend, I had a few friends over. And I wasn't going to drink. But then the day or the night came, and I thought, you know what? I could have a wine or two. And the night that I had out with my few friends was actually one of the best nights I'd had in a long time. Um, We had heaps of food and snacks, so it's not like I was drinking on an empty stomach um, that I've done many times before. (laughs) And it was a really good night. Like, it didn't get super drunk or anything like that. So it was actually a really nice way to, in a way, end my time with alcohol. So I think what I'm saying with that, and you may think that I could be sounding a bit contradicting to what I was saying earlier, But at the end of the day, we make decisions on how we feel and what feels best for us and what we align with at the time. 
and now I'm at the time I'm recording this um it's been 10 days since I've had alcohol and I have no events lined up in the future or anything that I can see myself wanting to drink for so this is pretty much a reset for me I'm starting again I'm recording this podcast at the start And I'll definitely give you updates once I hit that four-month mark again. And I know I will. I'll let you know how I'm feeling. And we'll keep going from there. So if you feel like jumping on this journey with me. If, you know, you haven't had a drink in a while. Or even if you want to start this weekend. Whatever works for you. I just know that there were so many perks when I stopped drinking for four months. And... I want to get there again I want to be like that again I want to be that version of me again I want to connect with my higher self and I just want to keep growing and alcohol is something that hinders my growth another thing I'll share with you to pretty much wrap up this this journey around alcohol that I've had this year um, I've just currently started a fitness or health journey and began the keto diet only four days ago so only four days in so it's very early but that's also another reason that I'm pretty committed to not wanting to have any alcohol for the unforeseeable future (laughs) because of course that's not going to help me on this keto diet um I want you know, I want to get the most of this time. I want to be able to remain organized and, and energetic and just see that weight coming off. I'll definitely record a separate podcast around my keto journey and how I'm going with that um, in the months to come or weeks to come. Um, I am aiming to do it for a minimum of three months. I say minimum because I feel like after three months, I'm probably just going to be addicted to the lifestyle because to be honest eating keto isn't too hard like I've cut out the sugar I've cut out the carbs I've cut out you know everything that you're meant to and it's pretty much just eating natural and I quite enjoy it and there's still yummy things that you can make and that you can have on keto so yeah we will see we will see And on the fitness side, I do um, a lot of yoga and I have just been getting back into going to the gym and my running. I'm an avid runner. I love running. Um, And there is the Hawke's Bay Yoga Festival coming up in a couple weeks and I'm heading along to that. I went to it last year. It is such a good weekend. It's not just yoga. It's also um, different spiritual things, nutritional um, teachings and workshops and... It is just such a good time. So if you haven't been, or even if you have been, you'll know what I'm talking about. Highly recommend that you check it out. It's a great little weekend away over in the Hawke's Bay. But thank you so much for listening today, lovelies. I really hope that something in my podcast has has connected with you today, or maybe taught you something, or inspired you, or even just got you thinking, right? I really hope you enjoyed listening to my first podcast. I will be recording weekly podcasts with different topics all around alignment, how to be free in your life and how to manifest the life that you desire. 
all relating to my own experiences and journeys that I've been on. So do connect in, um, like my Instagram, I'll post updates on there and subscribe to my podcast. This is exciting. I'm excited to get started. I'm excited to, to share with you, to connect with you, to inspire you and to hopefully help you to align and be free in your own life. Thank you for listening. Bye.